Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Ten and Rich Podcast. Hey. Who's all here this week? Excited to uh, be all here. It's been a few weeks, guys. It's good to be able to talk to everyone. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Big Ten Rich. Like, subscribe, listen, and all that good stuff on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and Podbean. Fellas, how are we doing? Doing good. Fabulous. Is the uh, weather there in North Carolina doing fabulous? Because it's not been fabulous here. Oh, it's rainy and not fun here as well. It's uh, same. Just gray. <laughs> just it's just yeah. gray. I was driving home and I was like, "That's literally like I'm. It's just fog and just mist everywhere. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like I feel like I'm li- like driving through the Northwest or something." <laughs> yeah, the last couple of days have been quite shitty. Yeah. Sunday was nice. <clears throat> That's where we're at right now. It's like that weird, like, is it going to be winter forever? Is spring going to like come? Spring's here for two days, but then it's gone again kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Little, likes to do. I'm a little concerned about this Saturday because I'm going to the NHL stadium game with the Predators. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, man, I just hope the weather is just okay. You know, I hope it ain't like what it is today. Who are they playing? The Lightning? Yeah. yeah. And uh, cool. they keep having That'd problems because it's raining and that the ice and stuff at the stadium is just not doing well. So they're just constantly repairing it. Do they try to have all of those outside? Is that the whole deal? Yeah. Okay. Or <laughs> I don't know if they did any of them. No, like, because it's just at a stadium, like an NFL stadium, yeah. instead of at you know a, a arena that's half the size. I don't know if like if that would be something like be nice to have a covered stadium. Yeah, I mean it'd be nice to. Uh, I think we wouldn't have to worry about it. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we talked about the stadium. Yeah, we did. Being upgraded or potentially a new stadium. But I guess, yeah, I guess that would though, help for this this kind of thing right here. <laughs> but I guess this, but I guess, in, I guess it is cool though to have the game outside though, because that's that's very that's different. That's the purpose of it for sure. Yeah. <coughs> but so I guess you don't, you, I, I guess you don't want to ruin this. that if you're going for a certain aesthetic. I guess you don't want to take away from that. Yeah, it'll be cool. The thing with the stadium games that I like is like the NHL finally had a good idea. <laughs> and then like the NHL always does is like, hey, let's run this into the ground until it's just not going to work anymore. Like this is always the rainy time in Nashville. Yeah. So it, it, like, how could you not see this coming? And they did it in Dallas a couple of years ago. Um, and they were running into, I mean, it was like too warm. And yeah, I think last year they had it in, um, Lake Tahoe, which I thought was really cool to do, but it was also too warm and they had to stop the game like two or three times to repair the ice and make sure that it was safe for the players. Yeah. Like that's the thing I don't get is like, you can pick certain times of the year where this will, this will work and, and you don't. 
<laughs> yeah. Nashville had a had a cold winter, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, if yeah. they were here maybe a month ago in mid January when it was like snowing four feet of snow. I mean, not four feet, <laughs> four, four feet. Or five inches of snow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Damn, it would have been a disaster if that happened. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but uh, if they would have been here during that time, I mean, well, I guess it would be terrible for the fan experience, but uh. But for that matter, it'd be be ideal, right? Uh, I think and that's the thing. It's just odd, like when they win and where they choose places. Yeah, I it's kind of like, like their Super Bowl. Really, it is. It's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like their Super Bowl because, like, just kind of being on. I've been getting like newsletters did you say and. It's like it's like the. Did you say it's like their Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, outside of their the Stanley Cup final, I mean, it's their biggest event. <laughs> so, outside of their actual Super Bowl, it's like their Super Bowl. Well, I mean, they treat it like like it's a big event like that that's because the point I'm it's like that's their championship game. Outside of so much money. giving somebody a yeah, outside of giving somebody a championship, it's pretty much the, the biggest thing they have out, outside of the Stanley Cup final. <clears throat> Which is great because right. Nashville's never hosted it, but it's still um, – it, the NHL is just odd in general, and they do things completely different than other professional sports. And it's it's cool to kind of go to these events and work these events for media, but they have so many restrictions that you're just like, come on. Like, you can't do video. You can't do, like, still photography and – um. There's a lot of different rules that you're just like, well, I don't, I don't understand why I can't do this. I'm here for the media to a promote of, and report uh, for the game. <laughs> a lot of professional, like baseball, does it too. Baseball's real particular about social media clips and stuff like that. The Olympics are really bad about it. It's all um, organizations wanting ownership off of going viral. So yeah, they don't, don't want the NHL a little really to go viral over a video. They yeah. want the NHL to go viral over a video. So yeah, yeah, and I get it, but at the same time, it's what promotes you. So make up your mind. Yeah, and they do provide stuff for you, but it's like it's not your stuff. So it's it's kind of they'll send you a link and say, hey, you can use all this material. Right. And you're like, well, it's not my material. It's, it's your all material. approved by them. Yeah. So they're just keeping a lid on 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 right. that kind of thing. Anyways, but hopefully it's a cool cool atmosphere and cool experience. I'm not sure where the ticket sales are for it, but um, I doubt that they're going to have seventy thousand people there for for it. Like if it was sold out, it'd be around that. Oh man, seriously, it's. it's- I feel like it's one of those events that probably people that aren't typical hockey fans might go to. Yeah. Just because it's just because it's different. I think you should if you're a sports fan. Hey, go go to, go to this event. It's it it is cool and it's unique, but I don't really don't know how expensive the tickets are. And I just think it's not like it's not like Nashville's going to get this every year. Yeah, this is the first time, and the Preds has been here for you know twenty something years. 
It may be but, the last time even because of the weather situation. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Fucking national weather. And, but man. also you look at it you look at it as just another reason to come to Nashville. If somebody doesn't buy the ticket, someone's gonna come in town and buy the ticket. Oh, hundred percent. That's just the nature of the beast. I'm curious to what the Tampa Bay like fans and you know, crowd, how how much of those that audience will be be there. Because I feel like Tampa Bay, you probably, I mean, Nashville is a cool city destination, but if you're, like, cool and cozy in Tampa and you might not want to really go to a place that's rainy and cold at the moment, then, yeah. hey, I'm just going to stay in Tampa. I, I remember <laughs> during Tampa's, like, Stanley Cup run, they were like, they don't travel well at all. Yeah. So it's not even even what they're, like, like they're just, they don't, so. I feel like that's but probably Florida fan bases in general. Do travel well. What's that's that? Cool. Yeah, that's true too. But I, I just feel like hockey fans. There's only a select few teams that really travel. Yeah. Like hockey I'll fans give really the, known for like Chicago. Tra- Chicago travels. Yeah. I'd say Detroit, like this, this one might be this one might be an exception, only because like you could might have some Tampa Bay fans that do they want to travel for the game. You know, that might be part of it, but it's also because it's in Nashville. <coughs> so they may be using it as right. an excuse to take a long weekend or a vacation in Nashville, given the popularity exactly. of, of the city. So yeah, it's I'd like, probably be more inclined to travel to Nashville than I would, say, like Saskatchewan. or yeah. I mean, not Saskatchewan, but like Montreal or somewhere further up north. I mean, is there going to be, like, limited edition stuff that you can only buy if you're at the game or anything like that? Probably, like, but I think, I think we're in the day of age of, yeah, this stuff's going to be online because they oh, know okay, that okay. they want to give people a oh, chance yeah, already, to sell and buy it. They released the, the jerseys and the, they released all that stuff. I saw the press jerseys. They're, they're ass. Lightning jerseys are fire. <laughs> I was like, all right, they did a good job. I just think for yeah, things like this, that's usually what terrible. happens with these things. Like you get one good one, but the uh, like one other team is like, wow. They try too hard on the, on the yeah. the Predators won two years ago when they were in Dallas were really good. I with saw what the, they were going for with these, but it's it. it didn't yeah, I don't the like the, I don't like this this one. But I think it would be cool though. Like I mean, obviously, yeah, most of the gear should be available online for people that can't get tickets or whatever. But I think it would be cool if there was like at least maybe like one thing or something that like you had to buy there, like a shirt or something. You know what I mean? Like I think that'd be cool. I'm sure there is. Yeah, there, something like this. Yeah, probably so. Oh, you know, that's a good idea. That was one thing I was pissed about for the uh, when the uh, NASCAR awards was here this past, uh, well, in December. Usually they have like pretty custom stuff. I couldn't find any this go around. It just it was all their generic NASCAR stuff. And, you know, my dad being a big NASCAR fan, I was going to get some stuff for his, uh, for Christmas. And I was like, well, there's nothing really just cool and unique for this. I could get him a, I could get him like a Chase Elliott, something that he likes, but I could also get that same thing at their NASCAR shop. I was wondering if you like, he looking for like a Dick Trickle t shirt. (laughs) Dick Trickle ball cap. Man, you, the, could, you can find some funny dick. NASCAR stuff on Amazon. I know that. Oh, yeah. There's probably some Dick Trickle stuff out there. There's some good Wonder Bread. Um, Wonder Bread 
uh, merch out there for Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. I was actually interested in buying a hat, but I was like, nah. Wonder Bread? <laughs> yeah, Wonder Bread Racing. Get you one of them shirts with the cougar on it. They they do have one. <laughs> I, they, they have all kinds of Talladega Nights stuff on Amazon. But, um, anyways, um, what y'all been up to? <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go. Uh, yeah, go. let's see. Man, I gotta tell y'all about this place I ate at on, was it Friday or Saturday? Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. Last, last Friday. It's called Soul Food Meat Company. And it's spelled mm-hmm. like Soul Korea. Oh, and so I got you. So damn good. Uh, we had what was called a sweet potato nest. Pretty much, it was a spaghetti. Um, Say like nest. Yeah, nest like bird's nest. <laughs> it's like a spaghetti spiraled sweet potato made into like just kind of in deep fried, and then it had like cinnamon and sugar sprinkled on it. But oh. It was like liquid sugar, so it would coat everything. That hmm. was really good. It was just messy to eat. We had some wings. We had the uh, sweet and sweet and mild wings and the soy and garlic wings. Both of those were very, very good. And we had, like, it was like Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. Damn. Those were really fucking good because they were just, like, they were the size of, like, regular egg rolls, but they were, like, battered in like breadstick material Ooh, so they're damn. super crunchy too so that was the wings and that, that sounds fire <laughs> were like, oh man it was the best and the fish taco fish taco was good it wasn't like oh my god it's amazing but it was good um and i had like an old-fashioned but that's usually what i always get um they did a good job but it was i like that's a place i will go back the wings were that damn good yeah, that damn yeah. man. Speaking uh, of wings, man, had Kenny, have you have you had strikeout wings yet? Strikeout wings? Yeah, man. I'm telling you, that no. place is legit. No, I, haven't. I finally ate there. I mean, this is maybe a couple months ago. I just haven't mentioned it. They're they're freaking legit. Probably one of the best wings I've ever had. Did you get the, the lemon pepper mixed with the? Yes, <laughs> the, the whole Ron Slay mention. I mean, that shit was good, and it had Kool Aid. I always laugh at that commercial when he. Hey, it's legit, there. man. Well, that's good because I know they have one location where Prince's used to be. Yep. And where's the other one at? On Nolensville Road, um, right off of 440 area, like. Ah, okay. That's yeah. Everything's <laughs> on Nolensville Road, man. Yeah, it's in that area where it's <laughs> just one place after another, like a whole chain of just places. Yeah, I'm checking it out. Uh, Red bicycle. I I don't really like. I'm not really in the mood for wings very often. But if I am, that's the place to go, man. For real. And they're the, the what's good about their wings too. They're not like these tiny ass wings. They're 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 pretty good size. I can't stand I, that, man. I'll say about soul food. Their their wings were good. They were super crispy and had a lot of sauce on them. Yeah, um, you get that. You get that combination, and I will go there all the time. It's rare. It's usually you either get a lot of sauce or you just get 
crispy wings, and they yeah. were they did a good job of doing both. So I was yeah. very impressed with that. Balance. Oh, let's see what else. I bought a car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which yeah. which again? I bought a 2013 Honda Civic. All right. Practical. Tiny car club. Guess how many <laughs> miles are on it? Six thousand. Uh, Twelve thousand. You're both wrong. Lower. Lower? Twenty five hundred. That's crazy. At two thousand thirteen? Lower. Lower. Seven hundred miles. Higher. Thirteen hundred miles on it. Where Damn. was this thing at? Uh a little old lady had it. Of course. <laughs> she probably just went to the bank and to the grocery store and that was it. <laughs> Actually, it's one of Lindsay's mom's friends. It's actually Lindsay's old school teacher. Her mom didn't need the car anymore, and they were selling it, and they had mentioned something to either Lindsay's mom or Lindsay's dad, and he was like, Seth's looking for a car, so bought a car. Damn. What? Hell yeah. That's what's up. (laughs) No, you know that car will last you since it's only got, would you say, 1,500 miles? Lower. 1,300? 1,300? How good of condition that car is in. What color is and it? So, it's silver. Oh, nice. I like silver. <laughs> We're aware. It's a, little, <laughs> it's a good little car, and the way gas prices are going, yeah. I'm Civics, how does are good, though? Like, the car have has... It, now, there was a recall on the engine before I got it, so it does actually have a new, a new engine in it. <coughs> but it's a 2000, like... I think it's a 2009, uh-huh. and it's got like 200,000 miles on it, and I don't recall doing anything to it other than putting a new battery in it and brakes. But you, I mean, I, I, mean, I changed the oil on it. I changed the oil on it and stuff, but it's like, yeah, I'm gonna say you gotta do a Honda, <laughs> and it's not gonna be what I mean. But you run cars into the ground. I can. That. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll keep a car. I'll keep a car until it ever until it doesn't want me anymore. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. And so that's what so, I plan on doing with this Honda. <laughs> I want to get a new car at some point. It's just I don't. Well, actually, right now, I mean, you <laughs> you actually that's a good that was a good move for you for buying it from somebody else because I mean, like dealerships are like effing everybody over on used cars right now. Right now, and uh, and I'm not gonna say how much I bought it. I'll tell y'all off the pod how much I yeah. paid for it. But I paid. <coughs> I did pay less than what one goes with like a hundred thousand miles. Yeah. Oh wow. Not much less, but I still I got a good enough deal where I was like I gotta pull the trigger on this. But like, man, dealership dealerships are, are wilding out right now. Like, oh yeah. Used, used cars are getting marked up. Even new cars are getting marked up past the sticker price. Like. It's like this is not it's not the year to buy a car unless yeah. you luck up into some situation like that. So yeah, yeah, I've been kind of looking good. at 
I've been, I was looking at something the other day because I'm like, you know, my had my truck for like three years and I'm just kind of like, well, um, maybe it's time to, you know, it's getting, getting up there in some miles where I'm like trucks, you know, trucks right now kind of hold their value pretty well. So I'm like getting close to that time where I probably should cash in while it's still pretty valuable. And then I looked at, cause I seen this, uh, Toyota Tundra that I really liked and I was like, man, that's nice. I looked yeah, at you're it. You're gonna pay for that. And it was like seventy thousand dollars. Oh I'm yeah, like, dude. Are you serious? Dude, you, first off, you're looking at the wrong brand. Are you looking at? I you know. You talking about like? You talking about like? You talking about like new trucks? It was. <coughs> it wasn't even brand new. It was like a 2019. Oh. Tundras have one of the highest resale values. Because they last. But the thing, but the thing too is though, like full size, like like four door trucks of any kind, like four by four four door trucks. They're all ridiculously expensive now. Yeah, I feel like most of them are like over fifty grand now for the most part. Yeah, with any kind of bait, with any kind of like decent features or anything like that. Yeah, I, now I'm talking like full size truck, not like yeah. trucks now more than ever. Like trucks last now. Yeah, like they last, and then guess what happens if you're just ready to get rid of it? It becomes a work truck. Someone's yeah. always gonna want to buy that truck. Yeah, I've thought about how it is. Just selling my truck, like just by myself, and going to get some just for the fact of I traded in. You know, you don't, you might not get the best deal out of it, but I don't know. I'll say this right now: you may want to get rid of the truck just to get a car because it cost me forty dollars to fill up the focus. Oh, dude, I went and get gas today, and because of, I mean, it might be because of the whole Russia-Ukraine thing, but. It was oh, already four dollars over. It was like over four dollars a gallon. What no, is the gas? The gas gas prices went up immediately this morning. Yeah, I'm, but I'll tell you I this: got, I've never I've, I've never spent more than thirty dollars for a tank of gas. <laughs> you still won't, right? You want to know how? Kroger. I just when it hits thirty dollars, I, I just take that shit out. <laughs> Kenny's only used three fourths of his tank ever. Yeah, thirty dollars every time. You stop they let me at work all the, the time because they'll, they'll complain about gas up. prices. They complain about gas prices at work. I'm like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I spend $30 every time I go to the pump. They're like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah, I don't ever spend over $30 for a tank of gas. And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, the gas goes. I was like, I was like, I was like, I put 30 bucks in it every time. I don't give, I don't give a damn how much is in it. <laughs> I had a guy I worked with when I was a custodian at White's Creek named Fred. He would fill his car up when it got to a half a tank. So he never let it actually, like... Get empty. That's actually... I don't think that's... It's probably not terrible, but I've always heard it's a good idea to, like, at least let most of the gas run out. So it's not... So it is, like... I don't know. So you're putting fresh gas in it. You know what I mean? Right. So how much is gas there? <coughs> Close to when I when I got gas uh, coming on the way home, it was like I want to say like four dollars and like it was oh, either four dollars and two cents or four dollars and twenty seven cents. It it went up about forty fifty cents since this morning. Yeah, I got gas at the right time then. Yeah, yeah. that's so stupid for gas companies to price the gouge like that. <laughs> well, it's it's that and the and the cost of the barrels went up significantly because of the Russia thing. So. Oh, God. Yeah. It's yeah, probably temporary. Just, it's probably temporary, but, you know. 
Everybody I wonder. I wonder how much of it is them using that as an excuse versus actually like, yeah, we're. It's it's hard to say, but you know, we get a lot of we do buy a lot of barrels of uh, of oil from Russia, so and we just hit them with a bunch of sanctions. So I would not be surprised if they're like, oh, okay, well, guess what? Price of gas just went up. So we're gonna make our money back somehow. Yeah. Because the one thing you can't hide now now the the, the gas companies can price gouge, but. The price of the barrels is something that you can always kind of track, and they did go up significantly. So yeah, hard to say, but I'm sure it's going to be a combination of Russia trying to get extra money because of all that stuff going on, and then gas companies taking it, you know, taking advantage. People need gas, <coughs> which in turn is going to make everything else more expensive. Yeah, you know, what I so, am, what I am, fantastic. What I thought was crazy is I was looking at a. Uh, before I even knew about this car, I was looking at uh, Altimus, new Altimus, because you can get them up to like 40 miles to a gallon. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's incredible. And then when I started looking, when I heard about the Civic, started looking into it, you can get them up to 41 miles to the gallon. Oh, snap. And I was like, just call me big money. I'm going <laughs> to figure that out. I'm putting two gallons in each time. Dude, that'll get me a whole month, a whole time. Uh, so. I'm get one of them half electric cars, King. <laughs> that's I what was... I really want. To be honest with you, that's what I really want. <laughs> half, half electric, half gas? Yeah. Like a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I, I do really want a hybrid. That'd be ideal. You know, one thing I was excited about was the uh, the Wrangler hybrid. <coughs> and it, like, has, like, two miles per gallon better than the uh, standard version. Yeah. Because <laughs> when it runs in, like, all, all electric, it, does, it doesn't even go that far. Like, I <laughs> that's trash. Time out, a quick time out and talk about the post-pod uh, conversation where Richard was worried that... We didn't have enough to talk about this episode. Yeah, this is kind of uh, float here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell we're doing right now, but we're just having to discuss with the boys. Guys being dudes, bro. Guys yeah. being dudes, bro. Uh, but no, it is. It's not football season anymore, so you're going to hear a lot more conversations like this. It's going to get weird, guys. It may. I might get my belly button pierced. Who knows? Oh shit! On the uh, podcast. <laughs> I'll do it on the podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, do we do a happy, happy hour with at the, me at the piercing pagoda? Piercing shop, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Pierce Pagoda? That's the place? You've never heard of the piercing pagoda? Oh my god, that's an amazing name. It's a real place. It's a real, They just do like ears though. Like it's like one of those mall shops, like a Claire's or something. Oh, so you shouldn't actually get your ears pierced there or anything no, pierced. You should get your ears pierced there, but not your belly button. But do they do they do it with a gun or a needle? They do it with a gun. Oh no, you don't do that. What in your ears? The 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 guns? Yeah, those yeah. things are bad. I got my ears pierced with a gun. Man, it, it's not it's not like everybody gets jacked up, but occasionally those things. Well, jack that's because up. You, you go to the right person, you, you know. You don't go to the kid that just got the job. You go to the old woman. <laughs> but don't you kind of have like, to, kind of, you know, whoever's there, you have to have to deal with? 
pierced. That's why you don't just go whenever like I'm standing in there and they're like, I'm here to get my daughter's ears pierced. I'm like, let's go. You don't do that. That's why you don't make eye, you don't make you don't make eye contact with them until you see the person that, that that you want to do it. Yeah, you go in there and you size them up. Yeah, you gotta scout it out. Like, I don't think you've done makes that ten today. trips to finally get it. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to get their number and call and be like, hey, <laughs> who's the manager? Because I want to make sure they go on the right day. <laughs> who's the senior most uh, gun piercer? Does DJ have her ears pierced yet? No. Oh, Lord of mercy. Mercy. But you're nervous for that day, aren't you? Not really. It's fine. She wants to get them done, but I'm leaving it up to her. That's that's why. She like, had, okay. I feel like people that, you know, they, they get like a six-month-old and they're, both their ears are pissed and you're like, damn. They didn't get no choice in that matter. Oh, look at Richard. Richard, you know. Progressive. Right. Prog- progressive father over here. Yeah, I know. Right. Hey, I like Richard's going to be a good day. Richard? You're going to be okay. You know that? You're going to yeah, be okay. So, yeah. It kind of brings up the conversation of, like, somebody said something the other day when I was talking about, yeah, we're, we're going to have a boy soon. And they're like, oh, man, you're going to be excited. Are you going to coach him in baseball? I'm like, you know, if if Delaney wants to play baseball, I'd coach her. <laughs> Just to be like, hey, you know, yeah, either one wants to play sports. And, you know, don't be. There's this thing called softball. Have you heard of it? Yeah, so I mean, woman hater, like I don't said, leaving it to them to decide. One of the, uh, my kids into baseball because I like baseball. I'll introduce them to it, but after that, that's the other thing. It, uh, just assuming your child is going to be into the same things you're into is wild. Especially like, nowadays, like, there's so many different things, like, kids have access to and can watch. Like, when we were growing up, we were limited to whatever was on the TV we could watch, uh, whatever was just available to, to participate in. Now with, you know, the Internet and freaking Netflix and all this other stuff, don't have access to anything. Yeah, because I would say, like, back then, like, if you're – parents or your dad whoever was like a sports fan and you had a tv in the house like and i guess you're gonna kind of you're gonna watch that team because you kind of have to at that point yeah like you didn't have (laughs) you didn't have other ways to kind of get away from it i mean we had we had video games and stuff growing up but like i'm just saying like not everybody had the option so like the perfect example of this and i'm going to use these a guy we know and his son. Carrie and Tyler are the same fucking person. <laughs> they are. Like, the way they stand, the way they walk, the way they talk, you know, they're the same person. Yeah. I they can... they are into completely different things. Yeah. Terry, football, baseball, yeah. Tyler, soccer. Basketball. He like Mullets. Yeah, like mullets. He loves them some mullets. But, like... Terry did. Terry goes, well, I guess I'm going to figure out how to play soccer. Yeah. You know, it's just, I don't know. That just blows my mind when people are like, oh, you're going to do this with them? No, I'm just going to be a dad. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like, hey, I like baseball. Or I played baseball growing up. Let's go throw the ball or let's go do it and see if you like it. Yeah, I'd be elated if they get into baseball. And then, but then the thing is, if you go out 
and you like pitch the ball around with them or whatever, and they just don't like it, then it's like, all right, fuck it, let's find something you do like. The parents that force their kids into doing stuff that they did just because you know that's what they did, then that's kind of kind of lame. Yeah, I gotta let them find their way. I got some nightmare stories in football practice about those parents. (laughs) (laughs) I bet that's got to be the worst sport to force a kid into. Oh, and that's the the sport parents force kids into. Yeah. Like, it blows my mind how parents are like, my son will play football. He can do this. Do, <laughs> can't do anything. <laughs> like, when, like, when parents would come to me and they're like, how do I know if my kid will be into football? Then put them in a helmet and see if they freak out. Hey, let them play. Yeah. Well, no, don't even let them play. Just put the helmet on them. Oh, see yeah. if they like put it. Put the pads on. Like, that's the biggest adjustment is having this five-pound bucket on your head and trying to move around and see what's going on. Kids will freak out. Yeah. They put the helmet on. They get nervous. Anxiety hits them. And then you got to condition your body for that, too. Like, and then somebody else hits them. Realize that those things, you know, is it like, it's like having weights on. You know, yeah. it's especially so when, if you're one of those, like, little league teams that's got stuff passed down from – the past 10 years, those helmets are not lightweight like they are no. if they're brand new these no. days. And, and, and like, like parents will say, how do I get them to adjust to this? When they're or, watching TV, put the helmet on. Or, or even better, it. even better, Seth, put a mouthpiece in. Yeah, yeah, your kids would throw up first day of mouthpiece. There's <laughs> so many things. But the thing is, is once you make it through all this stuff, you have all this stuff to see if they really want to do it. And then there's the first day of, Full pads and hitting. Yeah. And that's when your number, let's say you have 100 kids show up. That's when that 100 can drop down to 25. Oh, yeah. And it'll happen. It happened to me. I, I ain't going to lie. I remember the first time I tried out for football. One, I've, I've always had that, you know, my birthday's in August, so I always kind of played up a little bit because my birthday was so late. And, uh, and because the people I wanted to, like, play sports with were – like slightly older so even like with you said you're just like a little bit like what like a half a year a year older than me but i always played up to like when we played baseball together you're right so like i did that in football and i was getting crushed i mean and i never played football before and i'm playing against kids that's already played football for a year or two and i was getting crushed and i'm like nope i'll play fall ball i'll I'll play fall baseball instead (laughs) were you a double were you a double striker what's that a double striker. Thank uh, you. I had to play the offensive line. Oh no, no, I was. I was, I was not as. I was. I was kind of small. So I had to play. Like think about that. But I had to go play with fat kids who had been playing football. Oh knew yeah. What they were doing. <laughs> so I was like, I'm getting beat. Like, and when I say beat, I don't mean like they're beating me to the quarterback. No, they're beating me up. Like, yeah. I, day in and day out, and I'm like. I just I told my dad when I quit, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And he was like, What do you mean? I was like, I am getting beat up. Like you yeah, do practice, whatever they wanted to. Yeah, because I was like like just turned six playing against like older six year olds and seven year olds my first time playing football. Yeah. Which is a big difference. Um especially since most of those kids have played e- Year, even two years of football, and, and seven-year-olds that are on the line, seven about to be eight, that somehow 
they're both this is, hits in the right spot. And so they're really eight year old. It's just it's crazy. And another thing too is like coaching was terrible when we grew up. Coaching oh, still was god awful. Coaching still is bad. Yeah, but you have some good ones out there. But you usually do. those good ones end up doing travel because they actually get good kids and no doing. You have some local guys that are good. You have some coaches that are good, and you just the problem is is the way the boundaries are set up is once you find a coach that's good, you realize you can't take your kid there because you quote unquote don't live to, like live in the zone. That's what I hate about leagues, and that's why travel leagues took over, because you don't have boundaries in travel. No, and that's another reason. Like, I saw, like, I forgot who tried to get me to come up there and coach with them, and I was like, I looked into some of the coaches. that, Like, anytime, like, when I got, when I was done coaching, I was done coaching. I had someone ask me that I thought would be fun to coach with, and I looked, before I went there, I looked into some of the other coaches that were quote-unquote popular, Mm-hmm. And one of the kids' coaches up there had, this is how I coach my kids. I tear them down to their, till they're nothing just to build them back up. Mm-hmm. Was it a fucking, fucking army or something? And I thought to myself, that must be the dumbest person alive. Yep, that's what happened to me. That's what happened to me. That's why I quit. Because check this out. My All right, so probably the second day in pads, guess what happened? You know the I don't know I forgot the name is it Oklahoma drill where you uh, yeah three Oklahoma oh. where you yeah. you're back to back and then you and then is, is that right you're laying down on the ground on your back and you stand up and run into each other yeah guess who That's, I did that against my first that, time ever doing it okay Glenn, I got two I got two answers for you. Glenn Eddy, and the other one is, that's not the Oklahoma drill. That is one of the dumbest football drills you can ever that's do. That's how you get your kids killed. And guess who? Yeah, that was Glenn Eddy, who was already probably, I don't know, five, six as an eight-year-old or seven-year-old yeah. and fucking oh, drilled me right in the chest. Yeah, I tackled him, though, but I got killed. I got lit up because he hit me so damn hard in the chest with his helmet. Yeah. And I took him to the ground, but he just destroyed me. And I'm like, why would you? Why would you put a kid like the first time I ever did that drill against one of the best kids in the state? <clears throat> What's that teaching them though? Just to be tough well, or what? Like, no, it doesn't teach them anything. I don't trying to figure out. I don't even see the purpose of that. I had to do the same thing with Glenn Eddie, my eighth grade year at Neely's Bend. But why we're would you even do? That? Why would you have I, to do that? We're laying down, and I asked Coach Green. I said, "Hey, Coach Green, before we stop, he's like, what? It's like, why am I laying down?'" He goes, well, this is how the drill's done. I said, I know, but I'm never going to tackle someone from this position. He goes, how yeah. do you know that? I said, I'm on the offense and defensive line. If I'm on the ground, I'm not running 30 down, thirty yards downfield after yeah. somebody. Yeah. And he was like, shut up and do the drill. <laughs> like, the, it makes no sense. That drill doesn't matter if what you're sense. saying makes perfectly good sense. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. Because this is... Because this, because this is, is how, how we do been it. Done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I did the same thing happen to me as Richard. Thank God for progress, right? <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Oh, God. Especially well, football. the drill, if you, all right, so if you, the drill would be good, and they do this this drill in the NFL, but they don't go laying down. They'll, they'll go back to back, and then they'll spin around, which kind of creates of like, you know, tackling in space uh, scenario, but – one, they don't like blow each other up because it's practice. It's a yeah. practice drill, 
So why would you blow each other up as kids? And, and, you know, I get, all right, well, you know, it's a kind of a make or break. Well, you almost kind of, you almost kind of can't from back to back. Like it'd be really kind of hard to blow somebody up if y'all are both kind of turning around at the same time. You could, you could hit somebody decently hard, but like from the ground, if one person can get up a lot faster than the other person, that's a tremendous advantage. Like but you're going to so light like, their ass up. Like, no, this is what happened the second time I had to do it. He blew the whistle. Glenn Eddie got up, and I just stayed on the ground. <laughs> He's like, That's probably what I, was like, I was like, yeah, this this makes more sense than what you're having me do. I had to run, but I was like, this is it's a dumb drill. Like the other dumb what, drill that um that this is what this is what made me quit after this was doing the um uh, the bull ring. Drill. Oh, I love. See, you hated that one. I love that one. Really? The oh, bull ring. All I would do was spin. I would never like. I would just constantly spin it, and I, 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 I never got hit in the back. But like, I could just drop. <laughs> How does that one work? Squat and make my. Oh, what so, you stand in the middle? Yeah, and it's everybody a circle. stands around you. Yeah, and the coach calls out a number, and the guy comes and runs and hits you. The drill doesn't do anything. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't understand that drill at all. So yeah. you, so you're supposed to react to whoever's coming at you, and they could be behind you, in front of you, from the side of you. Yes. And you're supposed to do what? Like, it's what supposed to be a reaction drill. <laughs> but, but, what, but, I, but what I'm saying is, what's your reaction supposed to be? Because you're standing There's, still and they're running towards you. They're supposed so, to hit you, and you're supposed to, I guess, quote unquote, block them. Stand your stand your ground. Stand your ground. Oh, okay, okay, technically, okay. all you do really is drop your shoulder. In. But here's the thing: that only that only offensive line and defensive line go hold your ground trails. Right. So why and nobody gets a running start. Everybody that's coming at you gets a running start. Yeah, let's. Uh, that's what I'm trying. <laughs> that's, and that's, I guess that's what I'm getting it's at. A terrible, it's like, terrible trail. It's like you're not you're not really giving kids muscle memory because they're not doing something that's actually going to happen in the game. No, it's it's horrible. That's unreal. That's unrealistic stuff. It's hurt, yeah. and that's what happened to me. I was just like, look, <laughs> I, I, it actually this got is out bad. That's just one of those things where it's like this builds character, so that's why we do it. It does. Or this will toughen this will toughen you up. I mean, you, I can't, I can't count, and I'm being honest, I cannot count how many kids, like on two hands, how many kids I've seen just get absolutely smacked from behind because they couldn't get around fast enough. Yeah. And then once, and here's the thing too, is like, if you're, if you're, if this, if you're there and you're getting blown up, cause usually they stay in there for a couple of shots. Oh yeah. Even so you're not, it's not like you're just through it one time and then you, no, they, you kind of stay in there and you get at least four or five different tries at it or yeah, whatever. So it's you like, call a, it. like a human washing machine almost. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and you're the agitator and, and but here's the and, thing. If you get concussed on that first time and you're disoriented, and the you know the coaching ain't gonna know because they're fucking terrible anyways, yeah, and there's no telling how often that went on. Yeah, and then and then you don't know what you're doing, and then you get blown up even more. Well, that's what, that's and that's probably exactly why they aren't allowed to do it anymore for well, that well, very I'll, for that very reason probably. I'll tell you a story and then we'll move on. Uh, I, the one time I saw a kid get absolutely obliterated, they uh, they called a number. And somebody faked like it was theirs because, like, it was like 52, but he was wearing oh my 53. God. 
and he dropped like he was about to run. And on the other side behind him, the guy's number got called. And so the see, guy, you, you react to who you see. That's fucked yeah. up. But you can do stuff like like that. Like it's a dangerous drill. Now, personally, I like the Oklahoma drill. Oklahoma drill. Two to three linemen on both sides, linebacker, running back. And you have about a field that's 10 yards wide and 10 yards deep. You just try to keep them from beating you. And that helps with blocking, and that helps with tackling in confined spaces. Yeah, the Oklahoma drills used, I mean, you just got to do it right. Yeah. It's a good drill, It's a, and like I said, for, for blocking and, and open field tackling, but yeah. you don't need to be on the ground. <laughs> like now, more than ever, what you want to do with kids is teach them how to form tackle. Head yep. down, to the side, arms wrapped. That's what you want to do, and you could do a lot with the back-to-back. You turn and look at each other. But you know, you know could, where to put your head and know where to put your arms. You're already into a tackle. But you know, you know what you could do that not that doesn't get anybody hurt. For those two same two drills, like the 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 bull in the ring and Oklahoma drill, what? tackling sleds. I don't want to tackle a sled. I'll tackle. Not a not not. I'm talking about like for the for the bull in the ring, for an example. Is one you shouldn't have people running at you like that. But two, um, you know if you're if you're coming out of a stance and hitting something, it's much easier yeah. to hit a sled than it is to hit other people. Yeah, you might as right. well make it. You might as well make it make sense. Like, well, bull in a ring is never going to make sense. The Oklahoma drill, Oklahoma drill makes sense because there's linemen. And there's a linebacker and there's a running back. The one where you lay down on the ground, that whole weird thing. Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I thought it was most, mostly supposed to be about like replicating in-game scenarios and repeat in, in repetition. So when the yeah. stuff happens in the game, you can react. Like when you do stuff outside of that, it doesn't seem like it makes much sense. Well, and also hitting a sled too. Like you can, you can hit a sled and, and, and really fine, you know, fine tune your uh the fundamentals of doing a tackle without having to tackle a damn Are you sled about to the a ground. Sled or a dummy. Either or. A sled. I never really tackled a sled. No, I'm not a saying sled tackle. Just use like for blocking or for like whatever. Like putting you your hands on it. How to yeah. Move the guy in front of you if you're a defensive lineman. Yeah. Like a sled, the like a line would use. Like I guess we the biggest one I hit was like a. Like the Hunters Lane have a four or five man sled, I can't remember, but it was for like offensive line timing. So yeah, if somebody there. hits it hits it before everybody else, it's going to be a hard time. You would use it to kind of get in sync and all hit it at the same time. Yeah, like well, it's more of a hands drill than it is like you're actually trying to take it to the ground. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And, and I mean, not attack like for the Oklahoma drill, for example, um, to help form tackling, especially in open space. Uh, not not a sled, but like one of those dummies that pops up. You know, what I mean, or not even a dummy. It's like a, just a, a a round, you know, padding like the, padded thing. Oh, the the weeble wobble thing. Yes, the weeble wobble. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's. I don't know why people don't use those. I mean, I get tackling a, a you know a live person is different, but you work on your fundamentals in practice. You can do that just as easy with those. Anyways, <laughs> a lot of coaching tips here. 
Kenny, how come you haven't put your uh, son in football yet? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> uh, he hasn't really expressed any interest in it. I mean, he has friends that he's a couple of friends or two that plays it, but he never really. <clears throat> but he likes catching the ball though. Like he gets excited. Like he was telling me today, like they were playing football in a gym. They were just throwing the ball and catching. He was like, man, I, my friend threw it this far and I caught it and blah blah blah. So he enjoys he enjoys throwing the ball and catching it and stuff, but like actually getting out there and playing real football is a lot different. Yeah, like my uh, <clears throat> one of the questions I got a lot was like, would you ever let when you have a kid or if you had a kid, would you ever let them play football at this age? And I told him I, my answer was always no. I think it's I mean at, at his age I don't I me I just I, I don't I think would, so. I wouldn't let a kid try out for a football team personally. Until they were in middle school. That's yeah. that's where I am. I'm that's more or less like, how I feel about it too. It's like I, I just I don't know about all that. Ten or eleven. Right ten or eleven. They can play football or flag football and you know football that's not like just your classic padded football. But and then in middle school you can really that way you know the fundamentals and basics without getting your head smacked in at right. as at seven years old. Well, I'll yeah. say this. There's not a lot of Terry's out there. And so and finding a guy like Terry, who was a really good coach, who works with kids, who talks with parents, and is good across the board, it's, he was a diamond in the rough type of coach. Mm-hmm. And that's what scares me about Pee Wee Football Leagues. That. Yeah. That right there. You know what else is scary? Do y'all remember playing, do y'all remember playing just football like, not flag football, but like during a recess or something like actual football with no pads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I remember in like sixth grade, fifth, sixth grade, we would have so much fun, but we would obliterate each other with no yeah. pads, no nothing, and just, just, and that's all I, I didn't even, I don't know if I actually liked football or if I just liked hitting people. <laughs> Because no one, I would no block the shit out of people, and I would, and it would, I would be so excited about it. Even if we didn't get any yards, if I knocked somebody to the ground, like I was like super excited. No one said anything either. No, and I'm like, and I'm thinking now, I'm like, where were the teachers at? Because I remember like, I remember running into this dude and tackling him, and then somebody hit me at the same time, and my lights went out, <clears throat> and I don't even know what happened for like a minute straight, and then I got up and kept playing again. Like yeah, like like, and I think the dude ended up like somebody ended up kneeing me in the head or something, and I like like mm-hmm. saw stars for a minute, but then I was like right right back into the action. I'm sure know, we're concussed. <laughs> Probably, I mean, dude. But that was like, like every day. That that was so crazy. Now that I look back at it, I'm like, we were horrible to each other when we played this. <laughs> like uh, like he, it wasn't even PE football. It would be like the days we got out for extra, like the teacher's like, all right, it's yep. Friday. There's nothing else. We're all going outside. They would call the teachers. Are you going outside? Yeah, we're going outside. I'm taking mine out too. Yep. And we'd all go outside and play. And somehow we found a football. Yep. I don't know anyone that brought a football. I don't remember ever. Yeah. It, it just, just was, always, it just damn. always seemed to have gotten um, acquired. <laughs> right. And just, it's, for 30 minutes, for an hour, who knows? Like, absolutely just trying to 
kill each other. Yep. Let's not even uh, let's not even forget uh, backyard wrestling. <laughs> I never did that. Like I guess oh, man. Maybe for like a year or two, but I never did. Like I guess I just never was into wrestling like that. I remember. Like, this is I the know funny thing. Myself and Kenny were. <laughs> oh yeah. I distinctly oh, remember one time somebody was telling us, y'all should go wrestle at such and such's house because he's, I forget, I forget the dude's name, but he's like, yeah, he's, he's crazy and nothing ever hurts him. And I'm like, yeah, we're going over there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurt him. It's like, oh, really? And I think the first time we went over there, I made him cry. <laughs> Kenny, this is, this is how we fought as kids. Yeah. Go so over there. And it's not that I didn't like the dude. It's just some of the fact that they were like, yeah, he wrestles. It was a challenge. It he wrestles in his backyard all the time, and he does this crazy stuff all the time, and nobody ever hurts him. And I'm like, no, I will make him cry. But no, Kenny no question. Kenny's always been a challenge accepted kind of guy. Yeah. Like when someone's like, yeah, this, 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 Kenny goes, if he thinks he can do it, <laughs> he will do it. And we'll yep. all go. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> and he'll say, but I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot what happened. I, I might have hit him with a chair or something. I remember what happened. I remember because Kenny Dobson was oh. a part of this, too. Oh, that's right. And I, I, could, I remember this vaguely. I wasn't even there, but hearing y'all talk about it so much. Oh, it I'll was never, me and Kenny. I remember. I'll, never, I'll never forget it. I think one of y'all had dude in a sharpshooter. The other dude had him in a face. Yes. And then somebody. Crab or something. No, and then somebody elbow dropped him in the back. I mean. It was like it was like it was like a wishbone. It was like pop. It was like breaking a wishbone. <laughs> why was it three on one? Because <laughs> he said he couldn't get hurt. Yeah. Nothing oh, hurt him. So we're like, okay. Oh, you're so dumb. It's like, ultimate, oh. ultimate move time. Yeah. And it was funny. It was like, Kenny just had him in a sharpshooter. I forget. I think Kenny might have had him in a sharpshooter. I was like, all right, fucking Boston Crab, same time. And he started screaming already. <laughs> and I think Charles just, Charles or somebody like elbow dropped him or something while we were doing it. And Kenny got up and Delahousa got up. My job's done. And y'all left. <laughs> yeah, no, there's some other dude who lived nearby him too, and I body slammed him too. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like we when we when we when we like fake wrestled, like there was not a lot of fake. No, there's not a lot of fake wrestling. wrestling. Backyard wrestling like, is not fake. <laughs> not a lot of fake, but a whole lot of wrestling. Dude, we hurt each other. I remember day, like the- dude just bringing out like phone books and like. Whatever the hell you got in the house. Oh, phone book will fuck somebody up. Yeah. Phone book will. I mean, you like throwing it at somebody. Most underrated to, backyard wrestling. Yeah, dude, you like try to pitch it to somebody and like drop kick it. So when they catch it, you like kick it into their chest. Or even just smacking somebody in the back of the head. With oh, them. man, dude. Smacking somebody in the face with them. What are you talking about? That <laughs> shit hurts. But even just popping day. somebody in the back like a chair shot is. Dude, then rolled up, then rolled up newspapers you would find in your driveway. <laughs> Those are the best. Now what you do is you like twist it up while it's still in the bag and then like just swing it. Yes. Oh my god, dude. Well, at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of dudes rolling around with each other. So. <laughs> I, I mean, when you when you break it down, yeah. <laughs> in a muddy ass yard. <laughs> and then all the all the cute girls in the neighborhood are like, yeah, they ain't the ones. <laughs> yeah, there's never. They, they are not the, girls they hanging are not out, the ones. <laughs> yeah, hanging out at the backyard wrestling, and if they were, 
probably would survive. They were, they were probably stronger. If they were hanging out while we were backyard wrestling, they were probably stronger than us. Or they was with everybody. Yeah, I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> we don't we don't slug shame on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, man, come on now. Twenty, hey. come on, twenty twenty two. I've not been anything uh, wrong with it. <laughs> There you go. You saved yourself. I think there's something wrong with it. I mean, uh, anyways, um, depends on that person. <laughs> no, that's bad parenting. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. A little parenting bit. Parenting was questionable. Be, be better, um, y'all. Oh god! Don't let, don't let your daughters hang out at the backyard. Backyard wrestling. Yeah. Well, I'll end with this because <laughs> this conversation started with me buying a car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This weekend, I've got to go because Lindsay had to work late. She just got home, so I'm gonna go spend some time with her. Yeah. Wish me luck. Wish me luck this weekend. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need y'all support mentally. Uh-oh. I have to go to an Eric Church concert. Man, Eric Church was on a good show, man. Mm. Thank He's- you, Kenny. I heard it in your voice. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, what what do you, what's wrong with Eric Church? Yeah, Kenny, what's wrong with Eric Church? I mean, he's all right, I guess. That's, I'll be, that's the best I'm going to be able to get. It'll be fun. I'll, I'll say this. He puts on a good show. <laughs> I like some of his music, but not all of it. Sometimes he thinks he's kind of this badass or whatever, but that's his thing. But um, That's the other part. Like, if I liked more of his music, like, I just started really listening to him about a month ago. So, oh. if he goes up there and plays the hits, I'm Gucci. It probably will. Like I said, he, goes, he, he, goes he knows how to. Play he knows how to put on a show. You he goes up there and plays B sides. You can wear some Wranglers. <laughs> B sides. I got me some tight, some tight pants. Yeah, yeah. Tight pants. To be able to see how old I am. Yeah, yeah, brother. <laughs> All right, guys, I gotta go. Uh... <laughs> All right, so next week he's probably gonna come in and be like, "Hey, that show was amazing." <laughs> it will be. It will be. Are y'all going to Memphis this weekend? Next week. Next weekend. Next weekend. All right. Very cool. Well, y'all have a good night. Thank you. All right, man. I'll talk to y'all later. See you, man. See you, man. Later. Well, all right. Let's see everybody. This is this is this this was a weird conversation because I didn't even get to what I did this weekend, which (laughs) yeah, I didn't really do anything. Yeah, we haven't got to talk Cobra Kai and. I don't know. We I mean, really have that much time to, to to break it down, but not really. But that's that's what I did this weekend. I finally Watch gave Cobra in. Kai. We started watching Cobra Kai, and we've been watching it ever since. And we're pretty much almost done with it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. <coughs> it's been a long time since it's we actually good, sat there and binge something. It's it's I'll one of the easiest shows to binge, though. It is the funny thing that I didn't like. I guess I didn't realize at first is like I didn't realize. How much like? I guess I thought it was gonna be like very like goody two shoes kind of like you know like when I saw the first episode I'm like ah oh, karate goody kid whatever yeah that's what I was thinking I just thought karate it was kid be, like, wasn't goody two shoes no but I thought it was gonna be like real wholesome and like <laughs> like I, I, I guess in my mind I'm thinking I'm picturing like Disney Channel like karate show or something but like the language and stuff they use is hilarious oh yeah and it's, it's just I don't know it's it's, it's definitely it's definitely more appealing than I thought it was gonna be. So yeah, man. I like I like it, it so far. It's very. No, I'll say this: there are there are some things 
they're a little predictable or a lot oh, yeah. predictable sometimes. I, I, just, I don't think it takes away from it, but it's it's it is yeah it's just it's just a fun show to watch. I like it. Yeah. Um, so you got one more season to be all cut, on, said, right? On the, la- on the last season. Yeah. Man, I feel like we're almost. We might be I like, watched like eight hours of Cobra Kai over the weekend. Yeah, I feel like we're maybe halfway through, close to halfway through. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how many seasons they plan. I guess they're just going to continue going until it's. Because each season does end like a. Leaving you wanting for the next season, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know there's definitely. They haven't announced a release for like season five, but I know it's expected. There, there's going to be one, yeah. Yeah. Um, quick note, since you, since we're talking about it, uh, and I was telling you all this before we started the show. Obviously, I mentioned last week I went to AEW, and uh, Sensei Crease was there, and seemed a little like he couldn't make it make himself. Seems like he couldn't get around very well, and I'm not sure if that was just how he is, or if he was a little intoxicated or medicated, but he was definitely out of it. (laughs) I mean, he seems to move pretty decent on the show when they fight and all that stuff. Yeah. But But he could have been drunk. He was a part of the show for, like, a segment, and I'm not sure really how that all happened or whatever, but... And then uh, he sat, you know, front row and was walking around. People were trying to get selfies with him, but he would. He was like so out of it that he seemed like he didn't even know people were trying to get selfies with him. <laughs> Why did someone just camera him? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that dude was at AEW um, last Wednesday, and it was kind of like, oh shit, <laughs> something's going on there. That is random. Maybe he just likes to party in Nashville. I mean, who wouldn't? Anyways, um, yeah, I guess we'll kind of wrap it up. Unless you, hey, I'm I'm cool. Cool. Good. Well, that uh, we we came into the show didn't know how much or didn't know what we were actually going to discuss, and hey, now we're here. We're already an hour in, and hey, man. Sometimes the best plan is no plan. There you go. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. And as always, you can check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and Podbean. Like, subscribe, all this stuff. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Big Ten Rich. And new episodes every Thursday night. Appreciate y'all listening. And we'll holler at y'all next week. You all.